Hey guys, it's me, Nasty Andy from Now You Know. Did you miss me? <laughs> I missed you guys. Let's just jump right into it. Time is the most precious thing we have, so spend it wisely, guys. Honestly, time is the most valuable thing to me, so don't waste it. <laughs> you waste my time, then I don't fuck with you. Let's jump into a joke. This one, <laughs> this one is perfect. It really is like just explains everything. <laughs> what do you call a belt made of watches? A waste of time. <laughs> that was very fitting to, you know, what I just opened up to because Oh, man, guys, I can't express this enough, okay? Don't waste your time in life, okay? Life is short. Live. Live your life. Enjoy it, okay? And along the way, while you're living and enjoying your life, accept free things or gestures. Um, when people want to give to you, be open to receiving. When you are in an accepting energy, you're opening you're open to receiving your blessings. So, you know, that's really important to be able to have that, you know, that's that's in our heart chakra is being able to accept, you know, uh gestures and love. So, really work on that heart chakra if, if you're in that energy of hard to receive you know free things from somebody you know a lot of people get uh you know kind of offended but just open up to it open up like a lotus like a flower <laughs> i might have just smoking weight i might have just smoked a little too much weed today i guess but <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good, okay? So don't kill my vibe. <laughs> People give me free stuff all the time, though. Like, I'm telling you, I get so much free stuff that sometimes I feel like a spoiled brat because I'm like, ugh. Like, what did I do to deserve these people, these friends, these acquaintances that do such nice, kind things? Like, what a treat. Like, I'm very grateful. Thank you. Um... So let's jump into this, okay? <laughs> city update. Everyone knows I li I moved to this city and uh, <laughs> I give it a 2.5. Um, people need to wake up in the city. I'm not gonna lie. Like they're like zombies, literally. They just literally have no emotion and want to just suck the life out of you and they have hunger for your soul <laughs> like I can't even make eye contact with a lot of people in the city because I'm just like damn like I I felt that like I you need to sit down with yourself brother sister and just really let it go let it out let it go you know but unfortunately we can only we can show people where the gold is, 
but we can't make them dig. Hey, you know what? I like that more than, because I usually say we can't, we can lead them to water, but we can't make them drink, so, but I like the other way. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think the city life has been a very drastic change for me, but like I always say, on your journey, you're never comfortable, so you got to be able to be open to new things, um, and the city is definitely a new thing for me. <laughs> um, in the city, I, I like to wave, you know, I'm just a nice person, and uh, <laughs> I wave like this all the time in the country, and, you know, in the city, people look at me like, what the fuck is this bitch up to? Like, she is suspicious. What is she doing? <laughs> like, I'm just nice. I'm a small town gal. I use, I'm used to that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> I, okay. So I, over the weekend, I went to Sonic Bloom, which is a music, electronic music festival in Rye, Colorado. And, uh, you know, it's out in the middle of the country and like a lot of city people come there. So it's like, you know, you're bringing the city over to the country and <laughs> people are a trip. I'm going to tell you that, especially when they're on hallucinogenics or drugs or whatever they're doing at these festivals. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> like, damn, I'm not judging, but oh, yikes. Um, yeah, so I did, I actually got free tickets to go to Sonic Bloom, um, and it's, like, just a huge festival. There was, like, 10,000 people there, and they, like, camp overnight and shit, and just fucking rage, man. They just fucking rave all night and fucking party. Um, so my friend, Travis, my good friend and a business associate of mine, uh, he's running for Senate District 35, vote Travis Nelson. Um, yeah, he's one of my good homeboys too. And, you know, we just always like to shoot the shit, sit back and just fucking discuss business. And, um, yeah, so he invited me to go out there and, you know, cause he was promoting himself at the Sonic Bloom for, you know, to try to get more votes and stuff. And, He's a pretty cool guy, pretty neat, pretty neat person. Um, so there's like, you know, a ton of people just camping out there and, you know, I'm not much of a camper. <laughs> like, I don't mind, but like, I'm going to, you know, bring a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I prefer to possibly just sleep in my car because I, I don't know. I just, bugs, I don't know. I just, I don't know about it. Like, there was huge ass grasshoppers out at Sonic Bloom, and they were just like all, everywhere, like all over the road, jumping around. I was like, oh my gosh, please do not jump on me because I would have freaked out. <laughs> like I'm one of those people that if a bug flies on me, especially moths, like, cause moths just come like right at you, you know, and I freak out and I just take off running, screaming. <laughs> it's just, it's habit. <laughs> also, uh, the porter potties out there were a mess. Like I literally just held it. 
I was like, nope, sorry, can't do it. Mm-mm. And there was no toilet paper in these porter potties. Like, just imagine. This was a three-day festival, guys. Just imagine how many chicks were running around with rave pussy. <laughs> just not wiping, just fucking sweating and dancing and I <laughs> That's disgusting. Like I literally I couldn't do it. That's just porter potties to me. Oh, disgusting. So <laughs> this is funny too. Like <laughs> I was in line to get food, and these two girls were totally fucking bugging. Like, <laughs> like to the point where I'm like, holy shit, like, what are these girls on? Um, <laughs> so there was, like, this chicken teriyaki stand, like, food stand, and... You know, the wind's, like, blowing the smell of the chicken, like, over towards us. And one of the girls is just, like, you know, smelling it in. And she looks back at me. And I look up at her, you know. And I'm, like, that smells good, huh? Because I've seen her, like, sniffing. And she's, like, yeah. She's, like, it's feeding time. (laughs) I was, like what the fuck like I was kind of creeped out like I'm not gonna lie like I did I felt like there was a lot of weird vibes at that place like it was weird (laughs) her friend was like bending over and she had like a, a short skirt on with a fishnet like fishnet shorts under it and no panties touching herself (laughs) like bent over and was like touching herself (laughs) and you know me guys like i'm not gay but i'll look (laughs) so it looked like a christmas glazed ham all wrapped up in the netting you know (laughs) like what the fuck i immediately Got my food, went back to camp, and slept in my car. <laughs> I just needed to go Mimi's at that point. <laughs> like, oh. You know what it is, though? Is I think a lot of these people are fucking with that K, that ketamine, and... <sighs> that's sad, because that's that's a downer, guys. That's what they give animals before they put them to sleep. That's what they give them to relax. Like, you don't want all that. You want to feel good, feel alive, feel woke, you know? Shrooms are good for that. <laughs> so, I last week I went to my friend Bobby Stringer's Celebration of Life. Um, I told you guys on my couple episodes ago about my friend Bobby, he passed away and he was just such a funny, great man. Like, I just loved the shit out of him. So, of course, I, you know, went back to my hometown and went and celebrated Bobby's life and 
it was beautiful. It was on his birthday and you could just feel his energy. Like I wore uh, his favorite dress that I had and wore my red lipstick like he liked. Because <laughs> he did the last time that I hung out with him and I wore that dress and red lipstick and he was just all night telling me, girl, you're so fucking beautiful. Like, oh, that dress, man. <laughs> so I made sure I dressed it up for Bobby out of respects for Bobby. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bobby. Um, so this is hilarious because on my way down to Florence from where I'm living now in the city, (laughs) I'm just chuckling and thinking about all the shit that Bobby Stringer had said or done to me or done to somebody else in front of me. Like I'm just sitting there cracking up, you know, like, (laughs) God, I love this man. So Bobby was at my house one night and him and his girlfriend were, were teaching us how to play poker. And, uh, (laughs) so I told Bobby we got on the subject of motorcycles and I love motorcycles like I have a sick obsession like I I need one I I have to have one (laughs) and I was and Bobby's like you want a motorcycle girl and I'm like yeah he's like what kind do you want I was like well I like Indians I was like I like sportsters uh, crotch rockets, and I was like, we're Ducati, and he's like, no, girl, what the fuck are you trying to do, kill somebody? <laughs> he said, that's too much ass for that kind of bike, for those kind of bikes. <laughs> oh, Bobby. <laughs> and you know what? That's the thing I loved about him is he didn't give a fuck. He did. He said it like it was, you know, and he was a little Gemini. That's what I loved about him. He just (laughs) and he was always making everybody laugh. That's what I love. I love to laugh. And what a treat that was. Um, So I I really want to dig into this because you know, it's been bothering me a lot. Like, I don't really have very much support um, from my family, from a lot of friends, from a lot of, you know, um, even acquaintances, you know. Um, a lot of people, you know, think I'm crazy. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, like Andrea has literally uh, hit rock bottom and she's uh, living la vida loca in la cabeza, (laughs) which means I'm living a crazy life in my head. (laughs) And here's the thing. Here's the scoop. Okay. I was always told that I dream too big, but people think my dreams are absurd. I think they dream too small or not enough. Okay? Follow your passions and ambitions. Don't let anybody hold you back, baby. Be free like a butterfly. Don't let anybody doubt you or hold you back. And don't doubt yourself. Do not doubt yourself. 
believe in yourself. I promise you, baby boy, baby girl, everything is going to be okay. <laughs> so it's a uh, mental health awareness. Um, it is very important to be nice and to be kind to everybody. You don't know their story. You don't know where they've been. You don't know what kind of day they're having, you know? So be nice. Don't be a douche. Don't be a dick. Think before you talk. Show some kindness. Show some compassion, some empathy to a complete stranger, okay? We're all in this together. I'm going to tell you a little, a little, uh, Andy 101, okay? So, when I was growing up, I suffered in school because I suffer also from dyslexia and uh, ADHD. And then, you know, having PTSD on top of that was, you know, that was a lot. And then you know, being diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, uh, that was a lot as well. And I did, I, I suffered in school. Like I felt like I just couldn't focus. Um, everything that I was like hearing or reading, I just didn't understand. Like I felt like I just wasn't absorbing it because I, Honestly, I wasn't really interested. Like, school to me was just not interesting. Um, I think it's just because, you know, I I, I was just different. Um, I did struggle. I struggled with reading um, really bad. And it was embarrassing to me. Like, I never really told anybody that. Like, I knew personally as a young kid, like as a little girl, that, you know, I... I functioned differently and I knew that because I would just sit back and observe everybody else and I'm like you know what I don't do that like I'm not like that so I already knew at like a young age that I was different and um when I was younger like I would go home and my mom had these home remedy books and I would read those books at home because it interests me and Honestly, since I was a little girl, the human body and plants and and flowers have always interested me. And at that point in time, too, I did. I, I knew that I was completely different from the rest. Like, I was that little girl who would bring home random animals and that would follow they would follow me home or I found them sick and wounded and tried to nurture them back to health. Like I was that little girl. (laughs) I was the little girl that was out there eating dandelions (laughs) 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 or not dandelions. uh, Or yeah, yeah. Dandelions. And uh, what are those other little flowers? The little white flowers. Uh, Oh, baby's breath. (laughs) Like that was me. Like I, I was, I was just, I was a funny little girl. Like the things that I did and like the things that I cared about. Like I preferred having animals as friends as opposed to real friends. And that's why I feel like I connect so well with animals because I, I feel like they're just misunderstood. And I know how that feels. And I think that's why 
you know, I can connect with them. Like, telepathically, me and animals are just, it's like a tractor beam. Suck me right in. <laughs> like, when I was little, also, I, I believed in magic. I believed in, and I still do to this day. Like, I am a firm believer of magic. And I believe love is magic. And I would make love potions with candy hearts that said, love, love me, be mine, kiss, kiss me. <laughs> I would write little notes, like, and put it in the bowl. And I would put, like, tall, funny, pretty green eyes. Like, I was literally manifesting at a young age. And, like, I didn't even know what it was. But... I guess I was just divinely guided by my ancestors since I was a kid to, you know, whip up a little love potion. <laughs> and okay, so I grew up on 5th Street in Florence, Colorado. 128 West 5th Street, Florence, Colorado. That was the house I grew up in. And there was all along the side of the fence in the backyard like when you would go on the side of the house to head to the backyard there were pink uh, pink roses pink rose bushes like a uh fuchsia pink roses like just along the side so I would just go over there and pick a bunch of them and pull them apart and put my rose petals and my love potion and add the Victoria's Secret love spell lotion and mix up the concoction <laughs> me and my friend we were like saying it out loud you know and then we like buried it into the ground <laughs> and we're you know like that's when practical magic was like really popular too so <laughs> we were out there just making love fucking potions that's cute we were cute little girls but we were naughty at times too <laughs> like but as a little girl, I really did. I I believed and had faith and had hope in fairy tales. And I still do to this day. I do. And nobody's ever going to take that away from me. <laughs> so I have a quote, guys. Okay? And this is a damn good quote. This lady is a fucking genius slash angel goddess. She said, there is a nut for every bolt. You will find your match. It's out there. The lovely Andrea Marie Herrera. <laughs> she said that. <laughs> I love that. No, I was literally driving back from shopping and and I just that came up in my head and I'm like you know what like I like that I'm gonna I'm gonna jot that down for my listeners like I I just feel like that's a good quote you know because um I feel like nowadays a lot of people feel like they don't fit in you know and I'm here to tell you that it's okay to be different it's okay to be unique be you Express yourself, love deep, feed your soul knowledge and wisdom, and be kind to yourself, guys. 
I don't like, I don't know how many times I can say this. Be kind to yourself. Follow your dreams. Okay. Don't forget that. (laughs) Okay. So I just have to throw this in here. Okay. So if y'all have a Netflix account, (laughs) all right, (laughs) listen up. You're going to want to turn this shit up way up. Okay, you need to watch 365 days. And then the second one as well. But... (laughs) So, I went over to my friend Mario and Danny's house. Um, (laughs) She's a a dear friend of mine I grew up with. I've known her for probably like 26 years. Um, Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I went over there, we sung karaoke and, you know, had had some gluten-free burgers and we had a hell of a time, smoked a couple doobies. And I convinced them, I was like, you guys, I was like, let's watch 365 Days. And they're like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's this show on Netflix. I was like, it's, you know, it's kind of like 50 shades of gray what i hear but i hear that you know it's got a good storyline to it but in the back of my mind i I knew i knew that it was real freaking naughty so i wanted to get a reaction out of them because i thought that shit was hilarious (laughs) and mario (laughs) his reaction was fucking priceless (laughs) 10 minutes in he was like what the fuck is this (laughs) i was like do you not like this and he was like no he's like this is fucking weird (laughs) so you know as you know, good people that me and Danny are. We turned it off. <laughs> we ended up, me and her just stood up and shoot the shit and hanging out, laughing. And then I ended up going home later that night and finished her off and jumped. I watched that movie, got comfy, cozy, jumped in my bed, you know, and I, I'm telling you, I was, I was like lost for words, but I'm just laying there after thinking, fuck, <laughs> like, oh my God, <laughs> like, I don't know if I want fucking Laura more or fucking Massimo, <laughs> like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Like, I advise to watch it, though, alone, with no one in the house. Like, I'm telling you, if you have kids, small children, that will fuck up your kids and scar your kids, and we don't need that. (laughs) So, do not. (laughs) Um, It got me really thinking, though, like, damn... 
I need a gangster. <laughs> like that big dick energy. Like my definition of big dick energy is a guy who is mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially stable for himself. That means he defines stability. That is a total turn on for me. Like that's some king shit right there. Like, mm. <laughs> Like, I want a man who will protect me from all harm and spoil me with loyalty and respect. Mm. <laughs> like, if you have money, that's great. That's cool. Like, let's link up and plan a trip. <laughs> I got money in the bank, too. My bag's going to be packed in 30 minutes. I'm ready. Where are we going, Poppy Chulo? <laughs> Like, I want somebody who's just spontaneous. Like, I want somebody, you know, I want my poppy chulo to call me and be like, Mommy, mamacita, uh, pack your bags. We're going on a trip, baby. Like, oh, oh, papi. Like, all right. <laughs> like, what kind of shoes should I bring? I need to know the terrain. What kind of shoes? <laughs> Remember, guys, treat yourself. Go on a trip. Go shopping. Lay on that nude beach. Get bent through. Get get bent over on a balcony in Greece <laughs> or Puerto Rico. <laughs> Don't forget, I love you and I appreciate you and I adore every single one of you. Namaste.